That's okay. Okay, that was a good one. We'll keep going. Go. Right. Keep going. Uh, this is episode sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. And obviously, this is like my fourth try at trying to intro. <laughs> yeah. so. But sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Oh god. Is, we should have gone with and... the first one. I know, right? That's what <laughs> I'm saying. I'll do you later. We'll let JP choose. <laughs> okay. So. Oh gosh, so everybody. Yeah. So we had a holiday weekend, which was awesome. Yeah. Who's yes. not here? Yes. Who's not here? Justin? Dave is not here Dave's today not here. with us. Because so. Dave has a job now, and so yes. he has uh, the responsibilities he has of a grown and man. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. Second day today. Oh, new, that's new right. You got a so, new job too. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're doing? Oh, are you allowed the world? to? Can I you? guess? No, um, you don't have to. Or just give us like a general idea. Okay, it's maybe. non-classified actually. What I'm doing. Okay, so I can talk. About <laughs> is it, is <laughs> it a military gig? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, then. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Leave it at that. Okay. Well, Vito got a job with the military. It's QA. It's quality assurance for a defense company. Not queer assurance. That's for training sailors on their ships. That's actually. I'm actually working with Dan B, and I didn't know that we worked for the same company. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. cool. That's really neat, cool. actually. Really well, congratulations! Thank it was, you. it was a couple of weeks of new jobs for folks because you got a job. Um, Craig got a job. Oh, he did. Dan, he did not get a job. He got a well. Okay, he can get a job. He can get a job. He is now licensed. Okay. He can get a job to be a paramedic. Right. He's now. Oh, his wow. paramedic yeah. license has been transferred. And to Tucson Dan oh, has that's a job. Awesome. And that oh, cool. Oh, yes. He got, the, he got the target job. So. Maybe the economy's turning around like they say. Huh? The economy is turning around like they say. Yes. Cool. Yes. yes. We're just leaking from the Gulf. So. <laughs> God. We're just internally leaking. No more yeah, shrimp. Right. <laughs> I'm bridging. Yeah. All right. No more bubblegum shrimp. Uh, well, let's talk you about are still, stuff. You were talking about shrimp last time, and you're still on the He's shrimp. really... Uh, I stopped. You kept it going right I'm there. I'm just going to no, start right saying there, serenity now. You just did the bubblegum shrimp, shrimp thing. No, I was just, it's like all the oil spilling everywhere and your Hey, shrimp are shrimp. yummy. They taste it is. good. It really <laughs> is. I like shrimp. I like shrimp. That whole they're industry like, is being devastated. They're big. Have you seen the picture cockroaches. of what the projected spill is going to look like with no. by the end of the summer? Oh, it's like scary. Like all the way up the East Coast of the United States. Like, and did you hear what they're unreal. saying too is when the, when the hurricanes hit? It's going to cause oil rain to uh, actually <gasps> rain on the United States. Nice. Oh, because it goes up and then it comes back down yeah. again? See, and that's so. why when I see people going like, oh, well, I'll boycott BP if like I uh, think about it and you know don't go. You know. It's like, dude, you can't reward them for this freaking... Well, don't buy gas at Arco. Yeah, so don't go to Arco. Money and everything Arco, and, don't yeah. go to Arco. Okay, don't go to Arco, everybody. Come on now. And don't go to BP. Let's, tighten our, let's tighten our belts. Fuck those Fucking dicks. <laughs> no. So what are they trying now? They're trying some kind of scissor. No, they're something? doing. No, they had to abandon all the cutting. <laughs> the diamond stuff. saw didn't work. Kind yeah. of. They're going back to a cap, I believe. Okay. They're trying a new cap. No, they're not. Oh, e- they don't want to cap it. They still want the oil. They're they're putting a thing on it to have the oil go into a tanker. But I thought that they. I I thought today they were saying they were going back and trying another uh, another big cap thing. But I, I don't think know. it's still siphoning oil off. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. I. You know. Yeah, because you know they still have to make their four hundred bajillion dollars a quarter or whatever they're making. I just want to take them and kick them in the nuts yeah. really hard. Right. Yeah, BP. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, clearly we're all doing this because they have money and we don't. But. Well, you know, Australia <laughs> started the uh, mega profits tax. If you make like a gajillion billion dollars, then they get taxed in Australia. We should have it here. 
I, dude, that's weird though. Like Again, like that's what makes the teabaggers itch is that you're 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 <laughs> basically punishing people for making money. Right. I know. You know, like you I said, said hey, come a, to America and you have the freedom to do whatever you want line, and I make know. whatever money you want. But if you make too much, we're going to take it from you. Right. That's but what about up. all the tax incentives and all the things that they're not paying that many much taxes anyway? I know. I mean, well, it's both sides. I'm just saying though. I mean, I understand when teabaggers get upset when it's like. I worked hard, and like you want me to be competitive, but not too competitive. Because if I'm too competitive, then you're going to come in, and you're going to bust my company up. Well, right. the, you know? mm, yeah, but then there's also the flip side of that: of they're not really working that hard. They have people doing their work for them, and they're not paying. Because them they've well. gotten to the point where they don't have to work so hard because they've worked hard to get there, you know, or their dad did, or their great grandfather did, or whatever. Right. You know, I'm just saying, like it's it's, and I'm playing devil's advocate it's here. No, I don't necessarily believe it, but it's like if my grandpa had worked. I mean, my grandpa worked did work hard but if he gave me a billion dollars i wouldn't want like the government going like oh brian you didn't work for that money we're gonna take like a quarter of that i'd be like fuck that shit where's my musket corporate (laughs) corporate over okay well let's say my grandpa owned a corporation and i you know became the ceo of it or whatever you know so anyway okay Okay. well anyway this is Vito. yeah oh hi Vito, and i'm jp and i'm teabag brian (laughs) (laughs) and this is justin there you go Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to hear my tweaker story? We sure. want to get that yeah, out of the way cool. real quick. Okay. So it's funny. Um, every, people have been coming up to me in the last couple of days, going like, "So I heard you got punched." <laughs> and I want to like make sure that people understand that, like, yes, I did get punched, but I did get to punch the person back um, quite a bit actually, and uh, that was kind of different and weird um, and surreal. Now I have to hear this. You haven't heard the story? <laughs> no, I haven't heard, heard the story either. Yeah, and that's been one of those things. Like, I kind of did like a obtuse Facebook update, and I put like, "It's nice now I can still take a punch." Yeah, because I hadn't been punched in a long time, like not in the face. So it was sort of like I was like, "Wow, it's hey, you know what? It's like Fight Club. How do you know what kind of person you are until you until you take a punch?" I'm just saying. He punched like, you in the face. Yes. Story. Okay, so we'll go story. ahead and tell the story. Okay, so I'm working in the bar, and this guy comes in, and he is. I'm, let's see, I'm trying to think of a person that everybody would know that you could kind of go like, "Oh, okay, I get I get that body type." Um, I don't know, maybe like like five foot ten. Um, short hair, kind of muscular, you know, like, and just sort of a normal looking guy, a little disheveled, a little kind of, you know, weird enough that I kind of went like, okay, this guy looks kind of interesting, you know, let's see what happens. So he rolls up to me and he has, comes to the bar, he's got a crumpled up little $1 bill. It's all dirty and shit. He's got a a handful of change, like pennies and nickels and dimes and stuff. And he's like, I think he wants to order something, but I can't really understand what he's saying. Right. And I'm just like, hmm. And I go, you know what? I don't want to deal with this. I don't know what this guy's story is. It looks like he's on drugs or something. I'm just going to like go. So I just go, dude, I go, can't serve you tonight. You need to leave the bar. And I do that now and again. And, you know, sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong, you know. And uh, you just have to go with, you know, you've got feeling because that's that's all you can do. And so he goes, oh, okay. And then he starts to walk outside onto the patio. And I'm like, Whoa. I'm like, oh, so I go over to him and I go, dude, no, you can't. You can't go outside. I go, you can't stay in the bar. And he's like, well, my friend, he's like, I, I, my friends are outside, I think. I need to go with my friends. And I'm like, okay, because this is total tweaker speak. Like, that's the first line of defense for a tweaker is I'm here to see my friends or my friend is waiting for me. Like, it, it does come up and there's never anybody out there. You let them stay and they go out and they ask for a cup of water and then they start asking people if they want to get a blowjob in the alley for, you know, that kind of thing. So, wow. So I go, no, dude. I go, you can't stay here. You got to go. He's like, well, why? And I said, well, I already told you we're not serving you tonight. He's like, well, why, though? Which is, again, tweaker tug of war. Like, they always want to know why. And you're just like, well, because you look, I said, you look like you're under the influence of drugs. And he's like, well, I'm not, though. And I go, well, but that's not your decision to make. It's mine. And I've already made it. So you need to leave the bar. He's like, well, why? And it's just that 
Oh, God. So I look over at Jess, who's working. I don't know if you guys know who Jesse is, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So um, Jess is like a, kind of a burly Hispanic guy who um, works on our patio bar on Monday nights and on the inside bar on Sunday nights. And I go, dude, can you come here? And so he starts coming around the bar to where I am. And, and when I look back at the guy, he's already almost out the door. <laughs> so we walk up and, as, and, and to make sure he leaves. And he's about to leave. And then he goes, he's like, well, don't touch me, though. Don't touch me. Because I had put my arm on his shoulder. He's like, don't fucking touch me. So I literally put my hands like up behind my head. And I'm like, I'm not touching you, man. Time to go. So he walks out. And we're like, great, end of, the, end of the story, you know? Right. So I go back to bartending, and then I look over, and he's in the entryway on his phone. And I'm like, fuck. So I go, I go, Jess, can you come here, man? And Jess actually grabs Marco, who works the side door. He's like kind of a big, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Latino yep. guy. Yep. So the three of us go over there. And as we go over there, um, in that time, three of our customers had left the bar. And we got outside. The guy was like yelling and gesticulating across the street. And our three customers were across the street. So clearly he had been either antagonizing them or fucking with them or whatever. So I walk outside, and I'm just like, Jesus. So I look at the guy. I go, dude, I go, you cannot be here. And he's like, well, fuck you, man. It doesn't even matter. I already called the cops. And I'm like, great. I go, that's perfect. <laughs> I go, because then I can come and pick you up, you know, and take you because you're being a disturbance, you know. And he's like, he's like, well, fuck you, blah, blah, and just, you know, meow, 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 all that shit. I'm like, dude, you can't be out here. You're loitering. You can't be in front of the bar. The rest of San Diego is yours. You can't be here. Wait, wait a second. What was his height? Was he? Um, you're he said like, five, about five he said like 5'10". He said like 5'10". About 5'10". Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. So, and I was not even remotely worried. Like, he was somebody, when I looked at him, I'm like, well, one, he's on drugs. Two, I knew I, I could take him. You know, I was glad that Jesse and Marco were there. Don't get me wrong. Because you just <laughs> never know what someone's going to do. Right. Um, and, it, and it's stupid to go one-on-one when you don't have to, you know? Right. Because it's not like a fight for honor. It's a fight to get this guy out of the fucking bar. And so I have my hands. You know, I was kind of like talking with my hands like I was just then. And he starts to slap at my hands. He's like, fuck you. Fuck you. And he's slapping my hands. Because he's trying, at this point, he's, he's trying, trying to start to antagonize, something. Right. It's this whole, like... You had the power to throw me out, but you don't have power over my life. So I have to show you that I'm still in control. It was this, you know, it's very rudimentary, basic psychology shit. And he, so he goes from slapping my hand, and then he actually punches me in the chest. Not like super hard, but hard enough for me, for me to go like, "Oh no, you didn't!" Like I was like the girl who like you just tore my weave. I'm just like, "Oh no, you didn't!" Because at that point, I was over it. I mean, I was over it because I had been the nice guy this whole time, and then I just said, "Fuck that!" And I fucking swung, and I took him to the ground, and I started fucking beating on him on the ground. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you in threw fact, the first, I, you threw the first punch. No, he threw the first punch. Oh, with the, in your chest. Uh, that's a punch. He uh, hit okay. me. Not to mention that he was slapping at my hands. All right. But at that point, that was good enough for me. So <laughs> he was on the ground, and what was weird was that he didn't necessarily even try to fight back, which was odd. But it did feel good to kind of beat on him because he had been annoying me so much. <laughs> but then I started realizing, like, hey, I'm a bartender. I'm sitting in front of the bar I work at. This is not cool. You know, and then I'm like, lawyers, lawyers, lawyers. Who knows what this could happen? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. I get up. And... um and as I, so I get up and I stand up and then he gets up and he's like, is that all you got? You fucking pussy, you fucking faggot. He's like, I'm a fucking Marine. Fuck you, you faggot, pussy, pussy. Oh, and just wow. keeps going and going and meowing and meowing. And he's, he's like, got Marine. his shirt off. See, and he's like flicking me, trying to flick me with his shirt and doing all this weird shit. And I'm just like, really, dude? I'm like, come on, man. I go, you well, got to go. Well, he was on a substance, right? So he yeah. might not be feeling so it. So who even know? Who knows, yeah. man? If he, but if he's a Marine, if he's active duty... 
then he Who totally even knows if he's a Marine? You call the sergeant. But, you t- yeah, but if he is, all you have to do is call the CO. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, he's, anyway, no. so he starts to come at me again, and I've got my hands up, and I'm like, dude, this is retarded. You need to get out of here, you know? And he's just like, fuck you. And then he actually takes a swing at me again, this time like a full swing, like boop, like arm extended. And you guys at home can't see this, but... It was like something out of like a cartoon. Like I saw his fist get like three inches away from my face and stop. And I was like, whoa. And I just, dude, this guy's really trying to hit me. And at this point, I'm kind of looking at Jess and Marco and I'm like, hey, guys, it's not like we're really fighting here. Like anytime you all want to take him out, like, <laughs> please do. You know? And so I'm still, <coughs> I'm still standing there. And then the next time I look, he goes, boom, and he pokes me right in the cheek. And I'm just like, whoa, this guy just hit me. And Jess even said, he's like, dude, you look so surprised. And I was like, well, I was. <laughs> so I go, hey, that's it, man. Game over. I go, that's assault. I go, I'm calling the cops now. And so I grabbed my phone. And I, and I, at this point, Jess and Marco pretty much stepped in and just proceeded to beat the shit out of this guy. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And so I, call, I called the police. And while I was talking, I look around and Jess is like punching this guy like a football. If you call the police, the term is not beat the shit out of them. The term is subdued. Well, no. What happened? Okay, (laughs) I should go back. It's really important to say subdued. In case there's any law officer, let me me make sure I I say this completely and utterly correctly. Jess did not go after the guy. And this is the honest truth. um, Did not go after the guy until the guy started coming after Jess. And that was when it got weird, and that was why I called the police. I was going to call anyway, but at this point, the guy was going after whoever was closest to him. And so Jess defended himself and defended himself vigorously, um, and it was really good to see because the guy <laughs> had it coming. He was just a fucking freak, you know. But um, so, yeah, so then, you know, and I called the bo- my boss and, you know, made sure he understood everything and, I, and um, talked to the police. And, of course, the guy took off, um, went up the street, and then went down this alley. And the police came over, and they were like, we can do, like, a full-on report. And I was like, you know, and after talking to him, I'm like, well, I don't have anything more in the description. I have no idea who this guy is. So there's no way you're going to catch him if you don't catch him tonight. Um, so I didn't do a full report. I just, like, what they call an instant report, which means I'm just going to look for him that night. But the weird thing is, is that after I talked to my boss, he came back to the bar. And on his way to the bar, he goes... Wait, he, your boss? My boss came okay. back to the bar. Yeah, sorry. Um, and as he came back to the bar, he saw somebody, like, laying in the middle of the street up um, by this, one of the smoke shops past, um, not as far as oh, 30s, oh, but up yeah. there. Like towards Texas. Yeah. And he said that people were around the, the guy and holding him down with their feet because he was flipping out so much. And he said that he was shirtless and wearing jeans. And so I thought it might be the same guy. And I actually called the police back. And they said that the guy, the officer who had talked to me, was on the scene at that crime. And there was even a police helicopter and the whole deal. Um, but I don't know if it was the same guy because my guy had light jeans on and this guy had like faded dark jeans so hmm. huh, so anyway night for weirdos it was weird it was just friday or saturday it was monday or? no because everything oh, crazy happens on monday oh. i never have any problems <laughs> except on monday for <laughs> reals dude it's just so that is bizarre really bizarre so thing. i mean it's cool every time something like that happens i learn a little bit and i mean in this particular case you know i just don't know how else i could have handled it because the guy wasn't leaving and it's like, well, what do you do when someone won't leave? You know? Yeah. And, and he was clearly antagonizing customers. And so it's just like, and Monday's slow anyway. No, it was actually not slow at all because it's a holiday Monday. So oh. people were still getting the last of their jollies. It was like a Sunday. Um, basically. Yeah. But it was, oh, wow. it was really? weird. And it, and it, it's, you oh, know, oh, okay. if you haven't been in a fight like recently or in a while, 
it's a weird kind of situation. Like, I mean, you get such a rush of adrenaline that my stomach was so tense that it actually like hurt afterwards. Not yeah. like sick, but I was just like, God, why does my stomach hurt? And I'm like, God, I just tensed up so much, you know. But uh, Jess and I were laughing about it last night because we're just like, that was just so bizarre. I mean, who would have ever thought that it would have gone that way? But uh, <laughs> yeah, so. That is crazy. And of course, I had to email my mom and make sure she understood that like, hey, I've been working there seven years and I've only ever gotten hit once. I've only been threatened three times and once was by a 70-year-old man, so that doesn't really count. Well, a seven-year-old? 70-year-old. All right. 70 oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of violence. I heard that, that too, they, right? Yeah. Gay, like, bars, hmm? right? Wow. gay bars usually don't have a lot of violence. No, because because I don't think gay men are wired exactly the same way unless yeah. they've grown up or come up amongst straight men and then they have that whole tribal territorial weirdness about mm-hmm. them, you know, that straight men have. But um, no, gay men are usually pretty cool unless they're doing the whole like... I don't know, want to be tough guy thing, which is tiresome, but you don't see it a lot of power. <laughs> you would have a lot more stories yeah. if you worked at a straight bar, I bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight people are, man, well, you straight men are kind of crazy. When yeah. you, it, depending on the scene, like if it's like a hipster scene, then they're sort of mellow and they're like, whatever, because they're, you know, a little more on the feminine side, I think, in general. But if you go like to PB, where the frat oh, boys yeah. are and the college gay, guy, guys are and all the muscle heads... My uncle used to be a bouncer at Moose McGillicuddy's in PB, and dude, he has crazy stories. Yeah, probably a lot. I, my, I know, my, my, my coworkers go down there all the time, and they come back, oh, I got into a fight this weekend, and it's yeah, like, see, what? Yeah. My boss um, used to live and work in Reno, and when he was there, when he was in college, he was actually a bouncer for a gay bar. Mm-hmm. He got stabbed oh. at the bar. Wow. So He yeah. cut a bitch. Yeah. Well, I so not all gay yeah, men. No, are, you know, don't get me wrong. There, dude. When I there's a reason why. Like, if I work to the one a.m. shift, I always stay till two. Like, I, I'm supposed to, because you want to make sure that the bartender, the other bartender, is never alone in the bar. Oh, oh. And the other thing is, is when I leave the bar, you know, I open the door, I, I look left, I look right, I make sure I no one's coming up on me, and then I never walk on the sidewalk. I always walk on the street. You know, sometimes down the middle of it, depending Sounds on how like late Sounds like me in New Orleans. Because you, <laughs> if you walk along the sidewalk, you're setting yourself up for somebody coming in between the cars or being behind yeah, a bush yeah. or whatever. And I work yeah. hard for my money, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> and if you're in the street, you <laughs> at least can hear <laughs> someone coming and you can see them coming and it's, prepare yourself accordingly. It's when they're in a gang of two, three, four. That's, yeah. Which, I have a friend who got mugs like yeah. in an alley. Well, it does. You know, yeah. even one of the guys that works, you know, was one of the he got beat right, up got in front of the back. crypt, which was crazy. Yeah, I remember you, you know? talking about park? that a couple yeah. years ago. I always tell yeah. people that because they'll they'll be like, oh well, you know, like I'll stop serving them and they'll be like, well, I'm not that drunk, and I'll be like, are you driving home? No, see, I'm gonna walk. I'm okay, and I'm like, no, see, don't you understand? I go, it's like after one o'clock. Do you understand the neighborhood you're in and you're walking home under the influence? I, it's not safe. Wow, you know. It's like it's not just because I don't want you to get so drunk that you can't function. I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you know. It's like people just don't understand that. At least they don't when they're drunk and they want to keep drinking. <laughs> so, Have you ever anyway. tried? Sorry, we're tangent. Yeah. Ride a bike when you're drunk on the way home from no, a bar. No, because that's oh that's the same way. You can get a DUI on a bicycle. You can get a DUI. I used to. Sorry, uh, I did it when I lived in Huntington Beach. It was crazy. Oh, uh, it was terrible. It was, it's like trying to. Right. I mean, it would be even more complicated than riding a car. I <laughs> well, it was along the coast. Uh, Oh, See, yeah, that, that's beach. that's way worse because, like, on a motorcycle, they tell you, you know, on a car, legal, you know, legal intoxication is 0.8, 0.08, mm-hmm. right? Right. Not 0.8, 0.08. Yeah, 0.8. Um, but underneath that, you're, you know, supposed to be okay to drive a car, but on a motorcycle, it's 0.03. 
And then your your balance starts going way off. So you can't have more than one but drink. He's talking about I'm not that. I butch. know. And a bicycle is <laughs> it's a, well, a bicycle would be like point one. You know, exactly. You have to balance. Oh, it's balance and pedaling. Yeah, same as a motorcycle. You have to balance on a motorcycle. Well, you know what's interesting to talk about the bar is that Marco, who came out to help me and had my back. Um, he wrote an article for the Gay and Lesbian Times recently right. um, that if you're local, you might have seen or, and or read. If you're not, um, we don't have an online copy of it, I guess. Unfortunately, I should have grabbed one. Um, but uh, you know, the kind of cool thing was about it was that um, I was asked to um, take a photo with my friends uh, Henry and Hadrian, and the three of us were on the cover of the Gay and Lesbian Times and in the article and stuff. Um, and so what do you guys think? You guys all read the article. Well, I was glad I that he referenced the... The researchers that have already done research. Yeah, the guy who wrote the Bear Book and yeah, and that. that. Uh He's happy he did that. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was an interesting article. I mean, yeah, I I agreed with some of it and a lot of it I didn't. Yeah, I I mean, he was kind of trying to fill in the cracks for people who don't really know what a bear is and trying to do it in a short period of time. It's kind of interesting, but they didn't give him a lot of real estate. I mean, he had a page. Yeah, Um, that's true. But the way he was comparing it, sort of as as being a, a. uh, a backlash against you know like the the early eighties with with men who had AIDS at that time wasting away and becoming yeah you know, I thought skin that and stuff was and then yeah. he's saying you know that being a bear was you know you're a big guy and it's a sign of virility and da 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 that that's part of uh, it you know what though it's not all of it okay so when I read that I went like no way I don't agree with that at all but then Rob and I went and got lunch today and he said that he had talked to people in San Francisco who said that's exactly what like some people would would go towards the bear. You know, camp because then at least if you saw them like in this bearish, you know, stature that you didn't have AIDS wasting and that you were healthy, which hmm. I would never even fathom that. I would never even yeah. think of that. It is part yeah. of it. There was other reasons yeah. too. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the that's the other good point too is that um, that is only one of the small points he brings right. up that brought about sort of the bear thing. Yeah, right. he talks about like people wearing teddy bears in their back pockets, yeah. like cuddling and. Yeah, you know, and it was also kind of coming out in Europe first, and I did a whole bunch of research on it before. But I, you don't think it started in Europe before no, it started in just, America? No, the idea. One of the guys got the idea, and then he founded Bears LA, and then kind of the San Francisco thing happened at the same time. We have a whole yeah, big yeah. history. Well, it's, yeah, they were even talking about how it was um, Dallas was one of the first places where they talked about there being references to bears and gay culture. It, it, I'm all, gonna, like a convergence, it kind of all happened at the yeah. same time in different places. Yeah. The um, the thing about the AIDS wasting though is really interesting to me because. Recently, I've become aware of uh, a few of our friends who are HIV positive that I would not have known about. Yet in the 80s and 90s, it was you could pretty much tell who had AIDS and who didn't just because they were so skinny. Because, and, right. Uh, yeah. Vascular wasting. wasting exactly. And, and uh, so I will say the treatment and, and you know, so stuff is drugs, certainly a lot yeah. better these days. Um, yeah. Which is one of the reasons why, you know, well, we've already talked about barebacking and things like that. Yeah. But, Don't um, bareback yeah. people. Well, and if you do, just make sure you might be coming home. You still got to go to the doctor a billion times more than you would have. Your lifespan is shortening. Short, blah. What? What? (laughs) Your lifespan is shortened because of it. And you got to take all those pills all the time, a lot of which have tons of side effects. So we're getting away from a little bit of the article. (laughs) But But. um, the thing about the article, it didn't really bother me, but I just thought, you know, any, any editor worth their salt... It was clearly an academic piece because Marco's right. writing his dissertation. No, it definitely seems He's writing that a way. thesis about bear mm-hmm. culture. So rather than have you sort of go through this very wordy article that reads like a thesis and then find out that that's exactly what it is, why not start it with 
this is Marco Flores, and he's writing his senior thesis for his master's degree, and it's going to be on bear culture. This is an excerpt from it. If you'd like to take part in his research, please contact us, so-and-so and so-and-so. And And then you read it, because at least that way your expectations are set. I had people Mm -hmm. going like, I thought it was going to be an an interview with you guys that are on the cover about (laughs) what it's like to be a bear. And then I start reading this, and I'm like, what the fuck? Well, it was kind of flat, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it, like it was, it was an academic piece, right. yeah. you know. But yeah. let's um, let's do that. Let's talk to Marco and see Marcos or Marco, Marco, Marco and let's I see if he Marco. would be interested in, um, you know, input from our listeners who are mm, not just sure. local, but well, are, are, you know, or even local. having him on the podcast to hear or, more about yeah, what he has to say. Because some of the interesting points that he made were, you know, that it's a primarily, you know, white grouping that bears are primarily white, white and middle class. you know yeah white and middle class or that they i thought it was interesting also that even though they're middle class they tend to dress like working class. blue collar like working class I've, because that's you yeah. know sort of a sign of virility and manliness and right. what have you well that's true that is true. i, would totally oh, I, agree I think that's that. totally true and I, I agree with the white part too i mean yeah. you go to a bear run it's like 85 to 90 percent you know yeah, it's a valid and, observation anytime yeah. i go to either pex or to the hole there's maybe yeah. four or five black guys and yeah. they're all the same black guys well, and that's even assuming that they're even identifying with bear. I mean, just because right. you go to the hole doesn't mean you identify with or bear. Or pets. I'd say the only time I see a difference is, and I think it's even almost become um, known for it, is in Long Beach, there actually seems to be the other way around. Like, there's it's, it's way more, more like, kind of interesting mixtures of Hispanic people mm-hmm. doing the bear gig. Like, all those guys in the Cub, is it Kuma? Uh, Kuma, yeah. Lots of Latino bear dudes yeah. there. Mm-hmm. There used to be a Latino-specific bear club. Yeah. Uh, De Los Osos, but it, it disbanded. Yeah, but it just but it is interesting that you know you go up there yeah. just a little bit and it's completely the demographics somewhat right. different. And that's still right. something we want to do too. Is we keep talking about having little Henry coming in and talking about what it's like to not be the Caucasian bear. You know, and, and not be a and bear. He's so thin, too. Also. Yeah. And now, more of a, not now, JP, why are you saying he's not a bear? Because. <laughs> <laughs> but Let's, we were going to have him yeah. on. Well, that, that was so one of the, we, we've talked about it for yeah. a year and a half. And we talked about that at the bar, too. <laughs> Rob and I were talking about that, and I said, like, you could, that's the whole thing with the article and people, like, not necessarily digging it. I'm like, please, you could talk to 10 different people, 10 different guys who say they are bears, who have been bears for years, and they will give you 10 different definitions. It's like, yep. we all know that. And everybody, anybody who's listened to the podcast knows that, too, you know. Right. Or even if they don't listen to the podcast or not. So, okay. <laughs> so, why don't we talk about. Um, shiny new time. No, no, let, let's. Because I've been. I feel like I'm talking a lot. We should talk. Let's listen what? to. Uh, I don't believe that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's listen to, uh, to Vito. Because Vito had an adventure, and I'm really curious about it. Well, it was it was a great, great experience. It's called the California Men's Group. It's uh, thecmg.org. And they have uh, weekends uh, specifically designed for gay men. To make themselves better, and they have all sorts of in cool, and yeah, uh, workshops, workshops, okay. camaraderie. Mm-hmm. They provide the food. They have uh, um, auctions to put money in to a pot for people that um, are that can't afford it. Um, Would you call it like? Is it like self help, or is it like trying to become more comfortable with yourself, or more comfortable all the way? Um, all the way around. Yeah. I wish I would have brought. That would have been great to bring the brochure with all the classes in it. Um, but they ranged anywhere from uh, from naked hypnosis, which I thought you would like, JP. That could be kind of naughty. <laughs> uh, uh, but but it's coming Trading from the tops and the bottoms and bottoms the, and the tops. It's coming from the angle. Everybody sat in a circle. I went to it, um, and you just sit there, and you know the instructors. It was basically uh, how to relax is what it was. 
Um, and a lot of people fell asleep. I fell asleep for a little bit. Some people got hard ons. And but now no one, you no only one, know no that one because you're not wearing he told clothes. Me. He told me I didn't see anybody because uh, I had my because you were sleeping. Well, were you clo- were you wearing clothes or no? No. Oh, so there's the whole thing is sort of a clothing it's not like happening. Well, clothing thing. clothing is optional. Okay, okay? but it's. It's, it's really it's hard to explain because non-sexual non-clothing. <laughs> well, yes, but there's a sexual aspect to it too. But it's more being responsible for our sexuality, right. but not about for sexuality, right. but not about sex. Like being I adult enough to know people. that if you get a group of guys together, someone's going to get a hard on. But don't start humping each other's legs. We're all adults here, right? Okay. But in saying that, they also had some space set aside for people that did want to hump each other's legs. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Because we are sexual creatures. That's okay. really interesting. It really is, and I really, I really love it. It's more camaraderie. Um, the, the you know, you you sit. There's communal meals. There's announcements of the meals. It's like an an adult gay man's summer camp. Okay. So, what did you think that, uh, or what did you go in there with the goal in mind? What did you want to get out of this? And then at the end, what do you think you really got out of it? So start with what 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 was your goal? Well, okay, even what did they if say? If we could even start before that, it? like keep that in mind. How did you even find out about it? Like, um, I had some friends that had told me about it, and I did some research. And I wanted to do something on my own that wasn't involved in the bear community because I do everything with the bears, mm-hmm. and I'm really antagonistic towards other people, the other gay guys that aren't bears, and I really wanted to. Tackle that, especially guys that don't have yeah. facial hair that talk to you online. <laughs> exactly, he's <laughs> referred to the previous. And episode. I think that's a common feeling. I think there's probably yeah. lots of people listening who feel the same way, yeah. who have the same sort of challenges. Yeah. So I wanted to get in touch and stop making other gay guys wrong or, or assumptions about. Other yeah, guys. and I I totally went on my own. Didn't know I was going to know anybody, and of course I ended up knowing quite well, a few course, people because yeah. um, I was very involved in L.A. for quite a while, the L.A. bear scene, but. Um, so I, uh, but I made some new friends, some people that work in Hollywood, um, some some people that own really cool houses. Um, uh, God, what can I say? Let me let me explain to you one of the one of the main uh, workshops. Um, it's called the 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 ceremony of the wands. Of the wands. Of the wands. In other words, mm-hmm. your penis. Okay. My mind, okay. I can say my mind was already going there, but thank you. I, <laughs> I, I have a ceremony. I, I, I don't think it's secret. Day. I, don't I think already like the sound of it. It's not a secret, but when I explain to you what we did, uh, you tell me what you think someone would get out of and it. And you're allowed to talk about this. Like, you're not giving away. It's not like a, like a ma- magician giving away how he did the trick I'm, or anything. I'm pretty sure it's okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's okay. Because okay. we're educated. If this next episode is bleeped out, then you know it wasn't okay. And we found out. The carried away and mauled in the woods by hippies or whatever (laughs) (laughs) um and by the way uh, by the way i had a weekend boyfriend this guy that has a boyfriend we we just decided that we were just gonna be weekend boyfriends and we held hands and kissed and played and the whole weekend it was really fun so it almost sounds like it's a way for you before we get into the ceremony of the wands it sounds almost like you check your clothing and your walls Right. Like you check your walls at the door. Like all those boundaries you have up to keep yourself safe, you don't need them because no one's there to Mm -hmm. be difficult (laughs) or accuse you or judge you or whatever. Right. Right. And when I tell you about the ceremony of the wands, you just get all the different aspects of it and just and that whole Mm -hmm. attitude has is spread throughout the whole weekend. The first thing they do is they 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 give you an opportunity to opt out. They tell you a little bit about what it's about, and then in case you're uncomfortable, and it's not. It, there are events that are um, nudity required. Actually, there's one called semen. 
This one isn't. <laughs> Spelled okay. C with the M-E-N. letter C M E N. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's actually this takes place at a Jewish youth camp in Malibu. Oh, yeah, I've heard about. Yeah. Um, I I love the Jewish people, man. Who's I mean, would a Christian camp let gay guys come in and be naked and have a staff feeding them? Like a vault. No, but but <laughs> have a staff. All right. Anyway, there's a staff. There was a whole staff of. Uh, right. Sorry, right. people working. I see you're in talking the about cafeteria. Juan, and I'm thinking staff. You know, Juan, we're doing this thing night. that that Kathy Griffin always does, and it pisses me off. You go she off has them, she's going to tell us, and now we're four stories inside the story. <laughs> okay, let's okay. go back. We're at the All ceremony right. of the wands. Ceremony of the wands. <laughs> Everybody goes in a circle. Um, uh, you, uh, they, they pull you in. Uh, they put a biscuit in the middle. Things of, of, of four. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, actually, they put plastic down on the ground. Oh my! Um, oh, okay. They put, put you in th- uh, pods of four people. Okay, and then um, you, uh, you blindfold all three of us. Blindfold the one guy, and then you proceed to take that person's clothes off. Oh okay, so everybody's clothed at the beginning. Right? And everybody's clothed at the okay. beginning. And they have a, a script, and it goes through and and uh, t- makes you comfortable and says, like, trust your brother and and, 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 and and love that person and caress them. And, you know, and they caress your balls. They caress your chest. They caress everything. Oh, my. And then, and then you say, lead, lead him into the center of the room. And then that person, the one of the four, they go all to the center of the room, and then they kind of chant. And say welcome, and now we're going to outcast. We're going to outcast uh, ageism. Clap, clap. Ageism is gone. And then the next person goes with the blindfold, and then they go, penis worrying about penis size. Clap, clap, is gone. So you get the gist of it. It's. <laughs> I'm only giggling because I was not there, and yeah. I, you know, and clearly I need to and be I'm, in a circle. I'm and definitely my not <laughs> cynicism away. Um, schooled in this, so. Forgive and now, me. did the lights turn on and off each time they did the clap clap? Oh, no, 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 come on. <laughs> right, so, but but that's how a lot of people will, you know, it's it's feeling good about your body. And I right. actually went nude in the pool mm. after that, which I normally wouldn't have done. Mm. Uh, I feel much more comfortable being nude now. Um, it was just, it was really enlightening and... You know, it was mm. it was a great experience. Okay, so let's get to the wands part of the ceremony. Mm. The wands. What was the rest of it? What was the plastic down oh. for? <laughs> the plastic um, okay, so every after everybody has been declothed, um, everybody they put you in a circle. So at one point, do you become unblindfolded? Mm. Mm. He's telling us. Um, so you get everybody gets Relax. in a circle. JP and wants to get in the wand JP circle. wants to get into so the now, now this is where the cynicism, cynicism and despair could you could come up for you, right? Okay, well, good. It's just a circle jerk, okay? But no, there really was was meaning to it. Everybody goes into a circle, and you put your hand in the next guy's wiener to the left. Wiener. They walk around with lube and a spray okay, bottle. That's and that's have to tap and, out, and you And you, you basically, you whack each other off. That's, okay. Hmm. I could I could see both sides of the coin here, where I could easily right. write a paper about either side, and right. you know, uh-huh. yeah. and because there's a part of me that hey, that's great if you can just take it all down and just totally relax and feel that comfortable, mm-hmm. then that's kind of cool. But there's another part of me that's like, really? Well, remember, there's, <laughs> the, there's the opt out, and they say yes, right. and some people say it's but just can a, you opt a glorified any, can you, circle jerk. Okay, but let me ask you this: so, can you opt out at any point? Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. If you're not feeling comfortable, everything is right. optional. Well, that's there. what it sounds like, and that's kind of cool. Now, did you ever feel 
like, did you ever like get like a panicky, almost like you felt like you're too exposed, like it's just too much, or because I could really. see that happening even. Not really. Um, one because of one of the guys that uh, volunteers. His name's Joel, and he's just a great guy, mm. and I felt really comfortable. And I almost didn't do it, um, but uh, I decided to trust, and uh, it said, worked out well. Dude, penis all around you. Really? You're going to miss out on this? (laughs) Well, then again, it's, you know, and the first thing when I told my buddy about it, the first thing he said was, it's just an excuse to have sex. And I'm like, I will not tolerate that talk. It is not what it's about. And until you experience something like this, you cannot See, I think it's funny that JP, of all people, is kind of taking the humorous approach to this. I'm just just providing a humorous side note to it. Well, because I think JP is totally going to be asking you after where this thing takes place. I'm totally... No. Well, you got to get... That is one of so many workshops... Right. Uh, for the, but, for but the I weekend. Could, I could see where they're going with it as far as like the trust factor and like letting mm-hmm. down your barriers. And mm-hmm. I don't trust anybody, so that's There's, why I could never do uh, it. painting. Mm-hmm. They have the, uh, the what, what do they call it, with the drums? The drum hot, circle? The drum circles. We did drum circles. We did. There's that controversial thing with the heat where you sweat. Oh, the sweat lodge. Sweat lodge. Sweat lodge. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the so, other... But it's interesting, though, because what you're saying is that you can opt out at any time. And that by itself is a lot different than the other things like EST and the forum and that other kind of stuff. You're in there. You don't get to opt out. You are there. You commit to it. And you're there until they say you're You can out. opt out of that stuff, too. I had a friend who did the forum. No. Yes, you can. You mean if you flip out and just start like, going you're crazy? There. Like you're there. You're there. I've put you in I mean, they'll, they'll S- let you leave. They had. I'm tw- I'm 44. <laughs> I did the form when I was 26. That's called kidnapping. Yeah. If they don't and, leave. and I could leave. Yeah, that's when she did. Now they coach you when you're when you're trying to leaving. Yeah. Because you know a lot of people when they're confronted by stuff will go to the bathroom or try to take off. So that at least they have some kind of coaching. But no one is going to physically touch somebody and stop them from leaving. That's just not going to happen. Hmm. It just sounds to me like you know, especially depending on the kind of person you are going into it, that taking away all your walls and your safety nets and things like that could be a very cathartic experience. I mean, you could totally dig up shit you didn't know you had necessarily. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, a lot of our friends have these very Victorian attitudes towards sexuality and being naked and whatnot, you know, and I mean, I'm sort of, I've always figured my, like considered myself to have a foot on either side of the fence. Like there mm-hmm. are times when I'm like, Oh hell yes, dude, I'll take it all off and let it swing, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you know, um, and there's other times where I'm like, yeah, you know, I just don't, I'm not feeling it, you know. Even at, you know, the other day we had that pool party and I was like, totally kept my suit on. I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to hang out. Yeah. And, and I kind of have a thing for, for drag. I, I, I've i always had a problem you do have with a thing drag. For drag. You and, and, now you wear, makeup, and now you wear but... drag? And for, <laughs> no, I don't like drag queens. Oh. And uh, what was good about this is I kind of, I talked to some drag queens. I, um, uh, you know, watched a drag show, which I normally don't do. <laughs> at the pool party, and it was hysterical. Jason Stewart was the gay So you weren't here when we interviewed um, Ricky? No, I wasn't. I oh. was traveling for work. See, that would have been good for you. Both times? But Ricky and I have become friends. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. Um, but anyway. Well, neat. So I wanted to see what you guys thought about the New Age stuff. Uh, it's a little out there, but I, I think it really helps. I know a lot of people, and especially... Having come, you know, through that time in the in the late '80s and early '90s when it was really big, and I was kind of dabbling in it, but I I am not a group kind of person. Group therapy, no, fuck that. I don't want to be in a room with other people. I, it's me and 
somebody that is going to be a therapist. I don't want to talk about other people. I'm not. I'm not a group person. Mm-hmm. I don't like group sports. Mm-hmm. I like single sports where like I'm skiing, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, or it's me against somebody else, like tennis. I don't like. He doesn't, like to, I don't, he doesn't even like to watch porn because he feels like there's too many people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can only speak to the group side. I've never had right. individual therapy, but I, from what I do understand, is that in, in individual therapy, you kind of have a graduated or just a tiny little increments of, mm-hmm. of breakthroughs, yeah. and with. With the group stuff, you kind of get paradigm shifts. Oh no! With group therapy, come I on, just you're on like, live journal. It's not like you haven't experienced group <laughs> therapy. Before. In group therapy, though, it was just like uh, it was like I don't know. I think JP has me how some work. I think JP has some work that <laughs> Tell needs. Tell me how you feel. I'm actually quite surprised. Yeah, I think we need to start. I thought you were uh, a hippie, dude. I thought you'd love this. Fuck that! I will sit around naked drumming and as long on drums, as long as the spotlight as doesn't no turn on. No, JP we weren't naked at the yeah. drums, by the way. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> it's just that's yeah, just that's not. silly, JP. Why would they be <laughs> naked at the drums? I would be naked at the drums. I wouldn't be sitting around in a uh, circle well, me, talking. Let me tell about you one more thing, which I thought was which was extremely powerful for me. Hmm. Um, at the very very end, three hundred and fifty guys in a big ass circle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Big ass circle. God. JP, really? Uh, really? Are I'm you sore? sore? <laughs> yes. They gave everybody a bean. Okay. Okay. Now I'm kind of laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, it and if you had to put it somewhere and carry it with you, I don't even want to hear the. Other but story. what you do is, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Plant uh, the seed. You, you, you stand. <laughs> do you stand in, You stand in front of a person and you make something up. And you give them the gift, and you associate that gift with the bean, mm-hmm. and you give the bean to the person, and the person says, "I accept it." But you, you say, "I give you the gift of acceptance, Brian," and then you take the bean, I take the bean, and you say, "I accept the gift of acceptance." I accept the gift of acceptance. Yeah, I'm already you. giggling. That's right. It's kind of like in church when you have to go shake each other's hands and say hello. It right. always makes me uncomfortable. And, yes. then, and then you give one me one back and give me a gift right. of something. I give you the gift of um, Gab. long penises. In your mouth. Okay, of, of, <laughs> of a good sexual life. All right, that's the hippie translation, I guess. Yeah. Okay, yeah. of a good sexual life. <laughs> Thank you. I accept the bean of, of or I accept this <laughs> from <bean>. you <laughs> of good, having a, a great sexual life. Thank you very much. And how many times do you exchange beans? Just a whole bunch? Uh, well, we only went over about a quarter of the circle because yeah, the circle was so people. huge. Yeah. But it was, you know, I almost cried. It was so powerful. Some of the things, oh. you know, love and... And uh, being one with yourself, accepting yourself for who you are, I give you the gift of being who you are going to be. It sounds to me like something that could almost be addictive, like you would start to even crave that sort of level of familiarity and intimacy with people. Like, I could, you know, do you think you're going to do this again? Um, quite possibly, but you know, there's there's other venues. Like, I felt almost the same thing when I went to Burning Man. Well, yeah, and, and when you go to Burning Man, they say welcome home. Right. So well, yeah, Burning Man is. struck me as the same sort of thing where, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there, it doesn't seem like there's necessary. Well, no, it almost from your stories, it sounds like everybody's on the same page there, too, which is like, you know, there's no judgments here. You just exist and be, you know. Right. So, yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. In that aspect, yes, I could see the addictive nature to it. Yeah. yeah I see what you're saying. And by addictive, it just means like and I don't mean addictive in a connotation like as a drug or with an ill you know, meaning to it, but that. That's like a way of life that you have to you have to go out of your way to find. Like you just aren't going to find that on like the street that, corner because you know? the world is full of cynicism and despair. Right. You need to go for me. And most people are happy is, only when they're miserable. Every so. once in a while, I need a recharge. Yeah. I get and really that, caught that, up in a lot of things. That emotional yeah. recharge could be 
um, just as much addictive and, as a drug. And, so, yes. and I, yeah, dude. And I, like I, when Matt and, and Zach and, and, and Mikey and I, when we all get together, I mean, to me, that's the same sort of thing. Sure. Like, I require that. <laughs> like if that went away, I would, you know, go through withdrawals. Cause like, those are the people that recharge my batteries, you know, it's like, right. fuck. There you go. There you go. So. so that's available to people. Well, that's, that was actually really interesting. I'm glad we talked Thank about you. that. Um, what do we want to talk about now? Do we want to talk about the iPad or do we want to talk about um, chicks and shit? How much time do we have? Um, we've got about uh, 10 minutes until tugs. Oh, well, then let's, let's do the iPad. Okay. Then. Let's not talk about dead people this time. We're sorry you're dead, dead people. Um, <laughs> dead celebrities. Sorry. I want to. I really want to talk about the the, Bye, the, the chicks and stuff. Unless yeah. you guys want to talk about no, the no, iPad. Let's talk about that. We can talk that anytime. Um, so we had some responses yeah. from our uh, previous to previous episode um, with sure Dale. Like three episodes. It was sixty-seven. Yeah. No, Paying for sex is really like ended up paying off in terms yeah. of <laughs> topics. Um, the uh, yeah, the one with uh, yeah. Dale. So um, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Mr. Ray, who we all um, I, actually almost it's almost time for his birthday too. Um, anyway, um, he had some questions, and we're going to field some of them and discuss some of them. One of them is, um, so let's say you were a, were a hooker. We've already talked about whether or not we'd be you know hookers or whatever. But would you, if you were, <laughs> would you ever accept money um, to have sex with a woman? Or or possibly be in a porn straight for pay. Like or if a yeah, like if a woman were going to pay you for your sexual My prowess. initial reaction is no, 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 no. Wait, how much money? Are we talking? No. <laughs> yeah. I will hey dude, I'm, there's not a whole Everybody lot has a price. Money, and, yeah. and and that's anywhere. Everybody has a price. For me, that price would have to be a real lot amount of money. Because for really me to hot. even give, it doesn't matter for me to keep it hard while I'm sticking it. That's in the problem. That would be the problem. That's the problem. That's, that's the problem. A There's a Cialis. <laughs> yeah, Remember, I came Cialis out or late. Maybe I didn't right. come out till I was thirty. Right. So yeah, but, I had lots of girlfriends, and I couldn't barely keep it up. Yeah. And now I can because it's guys. So I don't think I could do it. Or actually, now I yeah. can because there's Cialis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, again, you still need to have a level of arousal. Those right. drugs to, for them to work. Yeah, yeah, for it actually come to an end result, I guess. Do I have to look at her while I'm doing it? I don't know. I mean, I guess you close your eyes. <laughs> Can I have a cock in my face while I'm well, you doing could it? Well, you could always stipulate, I don't kiss, I don't do whatever. And, you know, I'm just going to... That sounds stick. like you wouldn't. Let's just go with JP wouldn't. I don't Probably be- not. But again, though, if it's for like millions and millions of dollars... Give me Cialis and, and have someone stick their cock in my face while we're doing it, and that's fine. That, yes, now, because that, that came up again last night at the bar, the whole, like, people who had had sex with a woman adamantly said they would never have sex with a transgender, with a woman who became a man, and people who hadn't had sex with a woman all were like, well, yeah, I would probably do that. Why not? Which is my stance on it. Like, I would yeah, totally see, do I, it. I don't know. I probably, I might. Yeah. Because I'm like, and I'm looking at the, a friend of mine, and I'm like, really? You wouldn't put it in, like... I mean, that's like God's home base. Like, he made that. Like, you know, like, that's where it's supposed to go. I was going to address that. It actually feels really good. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking, too. I'm like, it probably feels really good. Like, the backside wasn't designed for that. It's got another job. And we just happened to have hijacked it and used it for our own purposes. It's just the smells. And don't get me wrong. It's great. (laughs) I think there is something to the the thing about the olfactory senses and the... What do you call the the pheromones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the smells I couldn't. Even I think I could do straight for pay, I'm but I don't think I don't think I would use. I'm about to puke. I don't think I would just do. And you have to listen to this again when you. I wouldn't. Edit do, it. I wouldn't. Yeah, Three I wouldn't do straight times. just for the hell of doing straight. Like I wouldn't just be like, I'm going to pick up a girl today and do her or whatever, or look up a girl, find a girl on Craigslist. Or I can never see you doing that. No, yeah, it would okay. it would have to be a special situation. Yeah. Or you know, like. I thought of before, like if the guy was crazy hot and like and his wife his was there and, and the wife wanted... was hot-ish, and his dick was in your mouth. Well, if I could, you know. yeah, but I mean, 
I don't know. I kind of think or, I could do it because I just never done it. I think the whole like I've never done this sort of aspect of it would be enough to get me through it. There was actually there's first actually, time is always exciting. There was so. actually a blog of this guy that I follow on Twitter who did that. Yeah. He was hooking up with this guy, and this guy had a girlfriend, and they ended up wanting him to come back, and he yeah. was just like, you know, I, I did it, and it was pretty awesome. Like oh, they wow. they yeah. both did it at the same time, and. You know, That's the thing, because there was this dude that a friend of mine took photos of who was crazy hot, and I was—I had even said to him, "I'm like, you know, I know he's straight, but if he ever would, you know, I would." <laughs> yeah, I will so. serve it. So, what about you, Justin? Would you I'd go straight? I already for said bed? I. Yeah. Oh. Depending on the situation, I might. I mean, I already know Vito has. I know. But, but you'd love to have those. Clearly, sounds like wouldn't go back. There. I like boobs. No. <laughs> I will admit, I no, like boobs. No yeah. interest at all. Um, okay. Well, the other interesting thing I thought was, and this I totally have experienced this was. If you were in a relationship and your partner liked to have sex with women, let's say you have an open relationship. Let's just go ahead and take that part okay. there take and that explore that. Out. You're fine with him having sex with men. Would you be fine with him having sex he with women? He would have women to scrub too? that penis a lot before I would do anything. <laughs> See, I'd, I'd, I'd be fine with no. it because here's my. I actually watch straight porn a lot. It's mm. true. Because I just think straight guys are hot doing what they're doing naturally. Hmm. Yeah, you're not see, looking at the I women, think, though. You're looking, I think no, gay looking guys, guys are hot doing what they're doing naturally, but, too. But that's, yeah, but, but there's something the about thing. seeing like a big, burly, saying, furry dude boning a girl. It's oh, that's awesome. awesome. So you would be oh, yeah. turned on. No, it yeah. is hot. Unless she's wearing strappy sandals, and it looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. no, but see, like Brian just said, like if it's some big, burly guy, and he's like fucking yeah. this I've got shit, a video like, on my computer right now that's crazy hot. Yeah. So I would totally not let. I wouldn't be cool with it. I don't think I would. I mean, just going by like my gut feeling. There's something about it. I don't it. think I would because I'd be afraid that he would almost leave yeah. me for that. Which and I, I think that's what it is. That would be I think which I can't, comp- you yeah. know, you can't beat that. Like, I think that's personal insecurities. It's like there's I, there's nothing I can do to even like compete with what you're getting from her. So if you would think that that would be like reassuring because it's like, you know, go ahead, dude, get it because I can't give it to you. But, but in a way, the, it's almost you feel inadequate. For me, it's just like, hell no, I don't want you coming home with women on you that exactly. didn't come up for me just no. the Bad fact creature. that they like the other sex just means they're kind of confused and well that's yeah, not really the type of person uh, really no because then, then you're discrediting bisexuality well yeah but i just i, I totally actually. discredit bisexuality i think it's freaking retarded. because that's what i did <laughs> I when don't. i first came out i said i'm bisexual bisexual like, for people who are unwilling to commit it's no, the bridge it's not, to, i don't think so i don't I want to date a, I, I wouldn't want to date a guy who's bisexual have you not ever like heard of the Kinsey scale and like the whole yeah, thing. I, I mean, you know what? True. You know what the Kinsey scale is? It's, it's something that Kinsey made up. Yeah. This is, that's also kind of <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and Kin- it's not like Kinsey is like the guy who invented us. He just invented the Kinsey scale. No, so I make him do right or believe wrong. that there is a very, 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 very small percentage of bisexual people. But I don't want to date them. I, okay, unless they're really, really crazy hot. But Absolutely. see, <laughs> okay, there there are people who are generally attracted to one gender or another, but they may still prefer to play around with. The other mm-hmm. gender. So there may be people who are predominantly straight, but every once in a while they're like a cock on their face. Well, I'll put it right. to you and this And I think way. that's okay. That would be... That's fine because that works out right. in my favor. But... Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if, as far as like having a partner goes, to me, like part of my, uh, my sexual attraction to a man is how much they're into what they're doing sexually. Right. And if I know that all they want to do is exactly what they're doing and they're so freaking turned on and into it... Yeah. Then that's a super big turn on to me. But if I'm thinking like, yeah, he only likes to do this sixty percent of the time, then it's like I don't know. There's something yeah. there. It takes <laughs> See, it, it, it takes it away I'm a little bit. It, it, no, I agree. 
I so. I mean I have I have played around with guys who are bisexual who are married, but oh, like please, dude. Everyone's we all know about Brian Hill Summer Camp. I don't consider I don't consider married guys that go have sex with guys as bisexual. But they are. But they are. Because they're married. They're they're very married, they but everyone's the like to have my sexes. head's cocked. I know, but I just never thought about yeah. it that way. Well, they are. And one <laughs> or, well, you know what? I don't think. I think they're lying, and I think they're gay. Oh, you gay, think that they're gay, think... but they're sticking with... You know yes, what, though? No, no. That's okay, what it is. And this goes back. It kind of contradicts what I said earlier when I was saying like bisexual people are just confused or whatever. I do... I've met two men who are very happy with the relationship they have with their wives, and they do have sex with their wives, but they really enjoy having sex with men. So That would be bisexual. Yeah. And that... and. And yeah. <laughs> Justin and I are like, um, hey, hello? you know what? Don't judge <laughs> us. Okay. We're not judging. I'm it's not just, judging you. I'm welcome just... to the party. Thanks no, for joining. No, 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 no. because that, that was too. Think you that all was have figured out sentence. because you didn't have an opinion, a secure opinion. We're, I did yeah. have a secure opinion that all I right. believe bisexuals are there. I well, have. <laughs> yeah, like okay, and so are rabbits with it's fucking okay. deer horns. If you can articulate that, whatever, you guys. If you can articulate what you just said, the word you didn't define it. Then that. That no, I know, no, I know, I know, I know, never mind, never mind, never mind. I know, I'm digging Kinsey myself further scale. today. <laughs> Kinsey scale. Just saying. Whatever. I, I'm I think if they, they, Stop they're not in, having sex with their, yeah. lo- their wives. Stop disrupting this discussion. They, but they're still sex. married, they have kids, <laughs> they haven't had sex for 20 years, and then they go to the park right. and, and get a blowjob. And that's... They're not bisexual. Right. Well, okay. But you they know what are. They? They're okay. gay in a marriage. Okay, okay. No. You know what we're trying to do? We're because just, of societal no. pressure. We're trying to use uh, light switches to define sexuality. Yeah. But what if they don't it's think it's gay? It's all gray area. What true. if they think yeah. of themselves And, and that's what I'm women. going at with the Kinsey scale. There, there are people who are completely yeah. homosexual and completely... And completely, oh, hi, I haven't been with a woman. And completely, all right, we've heterosexual. Well, obviously, you two are on one side, right, and Brian we're, we're on the totally, other side. No, 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 no but not necessarily. Saying, but then I'm, there's all the in between. Uh, so yeah. we're we're so far off the topic that it's just <laughs> retarded now. Um, the, we're on a tangent. This yeah. is the tangent episode, right. by the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> the other thing that we were going to talk about with all of that was. Um, Oh, if your partner was <laughs> a hooker or um, a massage therapist who gave happy endings, how would you feel about that? Well, I wouldn't care about happy endings. The, the I wouldn't care about the hooker. I'm going to bring the money home to me. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm very about it. What percentage more? Sorry. What could, percentage more can you get on tips by doing a happy ending? <laughs> That's what I would say, baby. Baby, how much more can you get? I'd be like, as long as your hands aren't too sore to take care of my needs. (laughs) Right? Exactly. But the hooker thing, no, not so much. But if you're just jerking somebody off at the end of a But I think it also depends on whether or not you have an open relationship to begin with. Like, let's say you're supposedly monogamous, but you know your boyfriend's down there jerking the gherkin whenever he's finishing a thing. But that's professional. Well, it's not really I think to me, because at that point, I think that's unfair, and I would be like, uh, yeah, but no. I'm going to go jerk some gherkins. Yeah, because I get to gherk and jerk now. <laughs> if, on the other hand, though, if he's doing it four or five times a day, hopefully His he'd be arms really, be really, really talented yeah. at it mm-hmm. and be able to know just I have carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> if they're a massage therapist, though, it kind of kind of goes hand in hand. I know there are people that are 100% responsible, 100% professional. I know that. But come on, I know people who are at least ninety percent professional. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah, you know, I mean, it's so funny. I've had people just tell me these stories. Are like, oh, I was massaging this guy. He just, you know, his dick was just past his fucking belly button, and, I, <laughs> and then he got hard. And it's like, well, what do you do? Because you're a professional. You're not supposed to be doing this, but it's ginormous. And, you're <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you know. I mean, 
You just, I just feel like, well, I just let the pre-cum flow and just let it, leave it alone, leave it alone, you know, unless he takes your hand and puts it on it, then, uh, <laughs> right. and even then, you honestly shouldn't do that's, it. But, that's, once again, so, one percentage yeah. higher tip, it's $50 tip, <laughs> but then right. does that make you a whore then? Oh, yes. We, we already talked about that. Yes, we yeah, did that. that. It makes you a whore. Maybe not a full-blown whore, but like, you know. <laughs> full blowy. Like a hoe. I think it makes you a hoe. <laughs> All right. All right. So, are we done? Or? Yeah, we're out of time. I think we are done. All right. Well, I'm just going to, just so your mouths will water for oh, next time, folks. I have an iPad, and I'm going to talk about it at some point. But not this time. <laughs> so, we're going to do tugs instead. All right. Well, I'd like to give a tug out, since nobody was talking, um, to Lou and Rob for their party. Mm-hmm. This weekend, Yay. that looked like a fun time. Pretty fun. I wish I would have gone. Had a good time. Good, huge burgers. Oh my god, they were really? like they were like that, like yummy. Probably about an inch and oh, a half. Oh man, thick. those guys can cook. <laughs> they can cook. Yeah, they, they do. do. Party. They, they really do. went. They had like they had tons over. of stuff, and I love that little fridge that they have. They've got yeah. I want to get one of those from Ron outside. Oh, they so nice. really know how to throw mm. a party. Is all the that, you oh, got? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Vita. <laughs> Um, I want to give a tug out to some new listeners. You know them, Brian. Uh, Jeff and Hefe used to play pool with them. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hi, Jeff and Hefe. Yeah. I just Hello. met them uh, yesterday. Cool. And my buddies from the CMG weekend, Chris and Curtis. Uh, I also went with uh, Chris to Glen Ivy yesterday. Yesterday, You guys ever been to Glen Ivy Hot Springs? No. No, no but I saw blast. your Twitter about it. You, put, you can put mud on yourself and this... This is the tangent podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, put on yourself and lay out, and it gets all hard and crusty, and then you you rinse and you can. <laughs> you went there too, didn't God, you? You guys are such children. Perverts. You should never go to the it's, man retreat. You cannot handle it's it. It's good for your skin. And then they also, you would pay 20 bucks extra. And, Do you have to pay for a happy ending on that? And, oh, they, and they paint you with aloe all over your body. They? Like young Asian women or uh, young kids? Yeah. That's hot. Young Asian what? Women. <laughs> I love the view of so you like, enough that you were like, what? Middle-aged man, yes. you know, in swim trunks, and some girl, you know, 16-year-old girls painting me with Wait, you have to wear swim trunks? Yeah, you can not naked. Yeah. Oh, boo, meow. But the bathhouse, they call it a bathhouse. The men's shower room is called a bathhouse. Well, you can yeah, go naked yes, in the jacuzzi. The you can go naked in you know, mm-hmm. naked and were the shower. Hot, were there hot, like, daddy straight guys there and stuff? There were some few. There was a few in there. It's mostly women, honestly. There were women in the men's bathhouse? No, in the uh, whole place. Oh, uh, I'm like, what? Okay. Well, but yeah. The men it's have gay their own room, there. and there's places <laughs> to sit, and there's a TV, and it's I actually, awesome. I actually wouldn't mind that, going to a like a real Turkish bath or, or, or a Russian, you know, a real bathhouse and not, you know, hook up and or get Korean sexy bathhouse. Or Japanese bathhouse. bathhouse. Yeah, just go and, and yeah. yeah, that would actually be kind of cool. I can spirit it away, dude. I want to go to that, but have it be like all gay. Have you seen Spirit Away, the cartoon? Yes, of course. Okay. No, but okay. Okay. Hello. Turkish bathhouses, they, they're not gay, but they touch oh, each other. They well, touch the shit out of each other. Yeah. Ew. They do. Mm. Wow, he's really cool. aren't you, JP? He's just... Anyway, Muslims, I'm all over the place. Anyways, you know, right. Muslims in those cultures, the, the oh, I thought you were together Muslims. all the Okay, time. come on. Let's talk. Let's talk, 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 talk. That's, yeah. a, that's all topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, not even anyway. on topics anymore. We're tugging. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank Ryan for letting me borrow his iPhone because I lost my iPhone or got it stolen. And I was wondering why he has that big gray thing in your hand. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, it's an old you iPhone. Had one of those. Yeah, Boy, I was going through. Those. We all had one of those through withdrawals. Man, it was terrible. It's got to be weird <clears> going <throat> back though. I, I had never had this. I went. Um, I started at the 3G. Oh, I got you. Oh. Okay. So. Okay. Um, my tugs to uh, Robin Gary for an awesome pool party on Saturday. That was really good. 
and to Robin Lou for an awesome pool party on Sunday, and then to Rondelli for an awesome pool party on Monday. Yes, I spent the weekend in water the entire wow. time, all three, um, and that was good. And also, you know, everybody else that was there and um, had fun and stuff. Tuck, tuck, tucks. And tucks. I'm done. Okay, hold on. Um, I'm almost ready. And Brian's not ready to tug. I added some tugs. <laughs> you heard it here first. Okay. Um, so two tugs. I already talked about it earlier, but um, congratulations to Craig for sort of getting his certification. So yes. tugs to you, buddy. Wow. Um, congratulations to Dan for getting a job. Yay. Yay. Um, a tug to my buddy uh, Kevin Chamberlain. A um, couple of tugs. One, he's nominated for Tony um, for Best Actor. The only one in the cast, right? The only one in the cast That's of crazy. The Addams Family. Really? It's, awesome. Yes. So it's wow. very exciting. And we'll find out. I think it's a week from... No, it's this Sunday that we find out. Ooh. Either a week from either this Sunday or a week from this Sunday. So it's really super exciting and a double tug because he's letting me crash with him for part of the time what's I'm in the, New York. What's the uh, category? Best male. Or no. male supporting. lead. Because he's supporting, isn't something he? Something male actor. It's I don't know how it works It's in an interesting Tony. category that he's yeah. in. It's not a... I'd have to go back. It's okay, weird. It's a specialized category. Well, they have like weird names for some of their shit that... It's not like supporting in, in Maine okay. or whatever. Anyway. I'd not, have to go back and look. It's not like the Oscars. Okay, so um, I'm also tugging Rondelli. Thank you for opening your house and being so generous with it again. And thanks to Gary and Bob, of course, for the same party that JP was at. No, you didn't go to it. Yeah, so he did. Was, I saw you there. Oh, that's right. You, but you got there really late. I like, got, you got really there late. when we were leaving because right. I was editing the editing the video for right uh, for the AIDS Life and we should tug the shit out of yes. uh, Mike, Mike Dinwiddie. And right. if you he's, haven't, and this is going to be too late because he's already going to be on the ride by the time this goes out. But, you've, but you it wouldn't be too late to donate. Yeah. yeah. So please donate to Mike um, or watch the video. Or yeah. Watch the video, so which, and, and watch his video. It's really cool. Yeah. I put it together so, and edited it over a yeah. couple days, and it was fun. Um. So tugs to him, and then um tugs to uh Ryan for two reasons. One, happy birthday, Ryan. Um. This is Ryan, who's Mike Mike Sistrunk's roommate. Oh yeah. And oh, also okay. tugs to him because he got injured playing flag football, but he's okay. Gosh. He got got like really severely bruised. It was just a nasty, nasty, um, bruise on his leg. Um, so tugs to him, tugs to my buddy Eugene, and um, tugs to Rob McJunkins, because he and me and Carrera went to lunch today, so tugs to Carrera also, and double tugs to Carrera, because um, yeah, three he got some gigs, yeah, he's playing at the Man Cave, which is not a cave for men, it's a cave for effeminate boys um, downtown. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so funny we were talking about today I'm like I can't believe they opened like after Universal bombed so what do they do they go and try to like open up a high end Hollywood style club downtown for gays and it's like if they were going to go to it in Hillcrest do you think they're going to go downtown for it but you know a gig's a gig so he's getting well, paid yeah but I thought the one in Hillcrest that wasn't wasn't gay was supposed to be just mixed crap yeah, but I think, and that was the point I think they're it. sort of catering what's weird is like the man cave is going to have a lesbian night so go figure that out but um the flamehead boy yeah. so the bar is actually yeah. called the man cave yeah Oh, okay. Wow. But um, the other tug for Carrera is that Carrera is going to be DJing at Woof, which, again, you won't know about this. By the time you hear this, Woof will have already happened. Maybe. Well, next month, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's every month. Wednesday, first or second Wednesday of every month in San Diego on the patio at PEX, DJ Michael Carrera um, uh, DJing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay, those are my tugs. Sorry. Okay. All right. Well, and And this was episode sixty-eight. It was. And I'm Justin. Goodbye, Goodbye, Justin. And I'm Vito. Goodbye, Goodbye, Vito. Vito. And I'm JP. Goodbye, Goodbye, JP. And I am Brian. Goodbye, Goodbye, Brian. And goodbye, Dave. Goodbye, everybody. And yes, Dave. Poor little Dave. Dave is stalking (laughs) semen. Stalking (laughs) semen. Yeah. Next episode, we are. He was counting semen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's like uh, milky. Yeah.